Hello, beautiful. Welcome to Fruitful Living, a Blythe Mitrals podcast. I'm your host, Brittany Marie, a life mastery and wardrobe coach whose main MO is to free individuals from comparison culture. I'm silly, spiritual, and uber passionate about living a life in true alignment and fulfillment. Dive in with me as we look at actionable steps, books, and conversations that help you bear a fruitful lifestyle and which serves you. Hello, hello, dear listener. Today's episode, we're going to start off with something a little bit different. Um, I'm still playing around with how we want to format everything and and put things in, um, but definitely I want to share with you an announcement. Yes. So uh, if you are a follower of mine on the IG, then you would have seen that I have put out a statement as far as how I'm choosing to respond to COVID-19. I hope that is a helpful space in case you are confused or wondering why I'm doing what the next announcement is, (laughs) the Blythe Mitral's Lemonade Stand. So the Blythe Mitral's Lemonade Stand is a curated source of offerings that are mostly free in which helps people work through the process of making the most of this time. So there's a few different things with that. There are the lemonade sessions. There's the lemonade letters, the only thing that costs anything. And that's just because email coaching is very time consuming, (laughs) but it's done so at a, a, a lower cost. Anywho, and so then we have the pink lemonade social hour uh it'd be wonderful to see you there that's going to be on thursdays starting this week so the first time will be on the 23rd and that'll start at 6 p.m pacific uh central time no pacific standard time And then there is also going to be IGTV uh, series. It's called The Sugar-Free Lemonade Show, accompanied by a story series called And That's the Arnold Palmer, where I show you the daily tea on whatever's on my mind. (laughs) So anywho, um, those are some different spaces for you to interact with. Those are the things that I'm offering. I would love to see you there, but do you. Do what's right. And with any oh without further ado i'm just trying to do this in one go guys it's it's the pandemic flow am i right am i right without further ado let's get into today's episode jeez louise about time okay guys what 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 what's up what's up um i need to be really honest with you before i even for like begin recording this podcast um which actually doesn't make sense because I already did start recording it but I mean before I start like getting into the podcast episode I just I need to let you know whoo I'm in a mood I am in a mood woo is it a mood you know what kind of mood I am in I'll tell you I'll tell you I'm in a good mood yeah that's right that's right did you think that's where I was going probably not um maybe you did I psh- I don't know. Honestly, I don't care. (laughs) I'm here and let's roll with it. Man, I feel good. Ooh, I um, feel drawn to share with you this little 
thing that I do with this Beatles song. Mm, maybe I'll cut this out. Mm, I don't know. But I'm tempted. You know what? No. I don't need to do it. But I was singing it and it's obnoxious. Uh, well, I don't know if it's obnoxious. I think it's just surprising. But then I end up singing it over and over again. And <sighs> I'll spare you. But that's just in the space that I'm in, guys. I'm in a really good space. Probably because I just had lunch. And it was really yummy. Now that I'm on the SIBO diet, right, I end up having breakfast for lunch. So I have two breakfasts in a day. What, 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 what? Yes, I'm living the life. I'm living the life. You can be jealous. Don't worry. There's no need to be jealous, right? There's no need. You can be. You're allowed to. You're allowed to feel whatever emotions that come up for you. Um... But don't be jealous. Don't be jealous. You can have that too. All you have to do is ask for it. Co-create, bitch. Co-create, co-create, co-create. See, and look at me already saying something. I'm sorry. I can't. I just can't help myself. I'm a, I'm a singer. Um, I will share this. I aspire to be in life. Um, Linda Belcher. Linda Belcher is definitely where I'm trying to get to in life. <laughs> She has such a good relationship with her children. Like, they tell her things. And her and Bob are so united and so in love. It's just like, yeah, of course I want to be like Linda. And she's so fun. Hello, hello. Every day's a party, especially when she got that wine. You know it. You know it. Not trying to promote alcoholism. And I definitely don't think Linda's an alcoholic. But, um, you know, anyways. I mean, I, maybe you don't think I'm that funny, but I think I'm, like, hilarious. I, ooh, to quote my beautiful Farmore, I'm the beautiful, no, well, I am beautiful, but I'm the funniest person I know. I know, isn't that hilarious and so cute and right on the money, seriously, right on the money. Okay, so <laughs> we're finally here. I finally segued into the space that we're meant to be in. Um, and in this series and the first true series of, uh, fruitful living, we are talking about life's to-do list, a list of seven things that I've curated for you to come back to and reflect throughout different points in your life when you're aligned to, when you're called to, so that way you can live in abundance. So that way you can, um, you know, live with the fruits of your labor. So that way you can live the wholesome, beautiful life that you're wanting to live, right? Um, so these are just things to help you along your journey. And last episode, that was uh, that was item num number five, and we talked about showing up. And as I think I remember, it, it felt like a really short episode because all you need to do is show up, right? That's That's the ticket just showing up. Now, what level you show up, right, that's determined by you. But if you're really struggling and the best you can do is just physically be there, that's enough. And that's helping you build consistency. And remember, consistency leads to stability, progress, and change, amongst other things. The activity that I gave for you um, was that I just wanted you to do something one day every week. No, that's not true. <laughs> 
I misspoke. I wanted you to do one thing every day for a week. Woo, geez, that would have been bad. Um, and I wanted you to make a list and check off every day that you actually did that thing. And then if you were able to do it every single day for that week to give yourself a treat. So um, if you were able to do that or if you're in the middle of doing that, um, I would so love to hear how you're doing. I would love to see how it's going, um, how it's striving for you, and if it's giving you the spark that it's intended to uh, spark, ignite. That's the word I wanted to use, that I, uh, to ignite, ignite the spark. Um, you know what I'm saying. I don't need to do this. So yeah, um, let me know. Uh, let me know. And in today's episode, right? Okay, so the sixth item on life's to-do list, da, 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 it's organize. We're going to talk about organizing. Yeah. I mean, guys, it's like this is week six. That's pretty cool. It's pretty freaking cool. And like this one, I feel like this is going by very fast. I mean, it is only six, seven weeks, but I mean, hello, we're all, we're already at week six. So, um, you know, we're almost there. We've almost done it and that's really cool. And I just want to, you know, check and see how you guys are doing. How is the season serving you so far? Um, you know, remember that, like I said in the beginning, this is life's to-do list. Um, these are things to be doing throughout your life, not something to master in seven weeks, right? That is not my intention here. So I just want to take this time to check in with you and just let you know, like, again, this is not something to be mastering in seven weeks. The thing is, I mean, could you? Sure. Um, with the right mindset and dedication, absolutely. You can totally change your life within 30 days. That's, uh, that's genuinely possible. But it's not a requirement, right? Like you don't have to change your life in 30 days. In fact, it may not be effective or useful for you to change your life in 30 days. It may be too much of a shock, right? Because you have to adjust and you have to accumulate and grow and expand. And doing that within 30 days, I mean, that could leave you in a space where you're really not able to cope properly. Um, you know, so it just depends. It depends on where you're at. It depends on what you're trying to do, what kind of liberation it could give you. You know, life, we're all growing and we're all expanding. So yeah, it's not a requirement to change your life in 30 days. It's just a possibility. And I mean, you know, I mean, think about it. The pressure that's coming at you, right? The pressure that you feel is on you right now. You're the person who put that pressure on. It's just you. You. That's the pressure that you applied. Nowhere else are you receiving pressure, right? Because, I mean, when you really break that down, if you're thinking that you if you feel like you are receiving pressure elsewhere, you are perceiving um, an like an adaptation. You are perceiving a perspective that is coming on to you. I mean, think about it, right? Like if you feel like you're getting pressure from someone else, an outside source, maybe your family, partner, friends, etc., cetera, um, you don't have to accept that, right? When you accept that pressure and you say, that is okay for you to put upon me and I'm going to roll with it. That's then you taking the pressure they're sending your way, accepting it and placing it onto yourself. They don't place that pressure on you. You place that pressure on you. So it's whether or not you accept it, right? It's, it's you being worthy of receiving that pressure. And honestly, I don't think it's worth it, but you know, 
uh, just something to think about. So, with that little kind of ramble, <laughs> the the point is is that you've got this, right? Like there's no pressure here. It's just as you check in throughout, this is something that is meant to be a tool for you and meant to help you expand in all the spaces that you want to expand and grow and be a part of, right? Um, yeah, so I believe in you. Uber, 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 I believe in you. And um, yeah, let's let's get on with the episode, shall we? So this, so yeah, like I said, we're on week six. And week six is da, 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 organize. Today we're gonna talk about organizing. Yeah, like I said, Linda Belcher. So <laughs> um, yeah, and so we're gonna talk about organizing, and I don't know. This may or may not be the shortest episode. Like last week was pretty short, but this one, I mean in comparison, but this one might even be shorter. Who knows? Let's see as I record this. And just like another check-in too. I'm I'm wanting to know if you guys are able to see how we're stacking all these items on our to-do list so that way it's a step-by-step thing. Do you see how it's slowly accumulating and slowly leading you as if it's kind of like a cycle or a progression? Um, so far we've gone, so just like to review so far on our list, we've got to go after my happiness, tend to my garden, nurture stability into my finances, clear the gutter, show up. And today we've got to organize, right? So now what's great about this list is that you don't have to follow it line by line. Did I set it up that way? Did I set it up that way? Yeah. Does that mean that it is best for you? No, not necessarily. Especially when you have a when you have clear the gutter a few weeks before organize, which may be more hand in hand for you, right? Because they are, I mean, they they are related. For me, clearing the gutter is more about feeling. Is more about the feeling of being free by mess, right? It's letting things go so that way you can be abundant, getting the toxicity out of your life, getting rid of things that don't serve you. Now, with organize, for me, organizing is being intentional about how you set something up, whether that's your fabric shelves, hashtag me, your work area, hashtag me, your dry foods, hashtag me, your clothes, (laughs) your action plan for implementing changes, creating a workflow document, whatever it is, hashtag me, being intentional and setting yourself up for success. (laughs) Um, But no, but like literally that's what, that's what organize is. So um, that's right. In my eyes, I view organizing as an intentional setup for peace and prosperity and whew. I know that's deep. That's deep. When you think about it, yes, it is deep. And that's why it should be on life's to-do list, right? With clearing the gutter, it's about respecting your space, yourself, and those around you. With organize, just to clear this up one more time, with organize, we're starting to be intentional about how we set up our environment and life. Again, just like clearing the gutter, start small, right? I encourage you to start small with clearing the gutter and I'm going to encourage you to start small here. I think that I've encouraged you to start small on all of these spaces. So yeah, because you're starting, right? It's baby steps. We want to, you know, you got to crawl before you can walk. So um, 
again, no pressure. No one's putting pressure on you. Don't put the pressure on yourself. Just let yourself be where it is and start small because you can do this. You can absolutely be intentional about how you set up your life and your environment. And it is such a beautiful tool. Um, yeah. I, I really like a workflow document personally. Um, just to kind of give you an example of a way that you can organize, it, you know, some, organize your life. And so with a workflow document, like for me, they are so thorough, adaptable, and they're a great resource to reference when you're in the midst of getting lost in the work. That's huge, right? Knowing those actionable steps, um, knowing what deadlines are coming your way, what you're expecting, what you're hoping for, what the objective is, going back to your why, being able to check in with that. Um, it's, yeah, it's, it's such a great tool. And, you know, honestly, if you are just interested in organizing your space, then, you know, just again, looking at an example, then I would just start with one room, right? I would just start with one room. And if like, and if, you know, you're looking to organize the environment, right? Then I would, I would say start with the hardest room. I would say start with the hardest room. I would start with one room and I would start with the hardest um, because it's probably already messy and that's why I think because it probably won't be a lot of organization, quote unquote, it'll probably just be cleaning up. And so there won't, hopefully there won't be as much of a thought process of like, where does this belong? Where is this home? Um, and so with it already being messy, then you got to clean the mess and then you just put things away for what makes sense. And if it goes to a different room, no big deal. And you just slowly take things back to the other rooms. Um, you get to them when you get to that room. You're already living in a mess anyways. So if you live with like an extended mess of organized piles, it's no big deal. You're working on your life. Um, you can't be perfect in a day, right? Like it's – and you shouldn't want to be perfect. So it's just a small um, way to kind of implement slowly over time. Um, and then the rest of the home will be a snap. If you can get the hardest room out of the way, it'll be a snap. If you're able to create a workflow document for your life, whether that's, you know, like, you know, activities with your kids or um, vacations you want to plan or sewing projects, um, things that you're wanting to do in your business, uh, exercise, what you're wanting to get there. I Workflow, man, it's great. I mean, it's I feel like it's really beautiful and really powerful for business owners or, you know, like freelancers. Um, but I think it can work for anyone. And so I, it's just, yeah, man, workflow document and starting it with one room. Those are probably my, my go-tos as far as getting people started on organization track. I think workflows again are really great for really thinking about how your life can be organized. And then starting with one room, it just gets the snowball effect going and it just, it gets you rubbed up. So um, to be more specific on ways that you can organize, I mean, there's, there's lots of resources out there. Um, hashtag Marie Kondo, right? Like that's the number, I think that's probably the number one way to do it. Um, there's also, you know, you can follow the minimalist, um, bros. I don't know what their name is. I'll put it in the show notes. If you haven't watched their, like they have a documentary on Netflix. Though if you deleted Netflix because you're tending to your uh, finances, you or nurturing stability, I applaud you. And you could just probably watch some clips on YouTube. That's free. Um, but yeah, no, definitely. I, they're just like, the point is that there are lots of different people out there that can help you get to be organized. Um, 
And I don't feel that this is a space where I need to talk at you at how you can be organized. Um, it's, you know, like with Marie Kondo, every space have a, everything has a home. And if it's of use to you, then keep it. And if it doesn't, you know, think, think the item really, you know, let that connection be there and find another home for it. Whether that's, you know, maybe you need to throw it away or you give it to someone else or you donate it. I mean, whatever those, whatever, maybe you could sell it too, right? Um, be unique with it or be maybe not unique, but like be creative with it and, and creating maybe a new financial padding for yourself. Um, and then with like the minimalist guys, they're just really being specific on what brings them joy on what is useful for them and really getting rid of all of the mess. So I think Marie Kondo and the, the minimalist guys, they're really both great resources to look into, um, to, you know, to figure out what you want to do. And also like, even in a way those spaces are really, um, are those resources, they can kind of be on the extreme spectrum, right? Like not everyone wants to be a minimalist and um, the Marie Kondo method can maybe seem a little daunting. Um, but again, you know, like that's why you want to start small and you don't have to follow them to a T. Just take in what makes sense for you and let the cycle of slowly going through and implementing and creating that organized space and structure, let that be your guide. I mean, you know, I really feel like when you organize your environments and you organize your life, you know, it could sound a little daunting and it could sound like trying to have control, um, having too much control and having too much structure so that way you don't have freedom. But again, what you're doing by having this organized system or these organized spaces is you're giving yourself much more freedom, right? You're giving yourself less strife and you're giving yourself a game plan to go back to whenever you're ready to take action, right? But I'm probably thinking more of like the workflow. But even with even with organizing the home, if you're wanting to create a more inviting space where you can host people and your living room is like not where it's at, it's very messy and it's not very cozy, then looking into having an organized space so that way, you know, or like a system or being creative with your coffee table, et cetera, et cetera, those are all elements of organizing. They're also elements of design. So organizing can be fun. And my point is, is that when you have an organized structure, then you actually have more freedom and you have more liberation and you have greater space to dive into what is serving you. I know it doesn't seem like that's the thing, but it let me tell you, it truly is. It truly is. It's going to open up doors for you. Just like with Clear the Gutter, I know that I said, you know, when you get rid of things, many more are going to come through the come through and it's the same here, right? It's the same here. So, so yeah, I mean, I think, and maybe even like, let's get more specific because you know how to organize your environment, right? That's a thing. But, you know, I would love to though, just in case like the workflow document isn't really connecting with you, I'd like to continue on with how other ways you can organize your life. Yes. So like, absolutely. When I say organize your life, I mean, organizing your friendships, your relationships with your family, 
um, with your coworkers, your acquaintances, your goals, your dreams, your aspirations, your habits, your behaviors, uh, your food, your supplements, your free time, all of it. You can organize all of it. Again, kind of related to clear the gutter, right? But we're being more specific in what we're implementing. Um, clearing the gutter is being choosy about where we put our time into and organizing is being specific on how we invest in those relationships and the amount of time and how useful it is being spent together. Um, so you're definitely able to organize in those spaces, right? Um, how are you investing in those relationships? right? Are you having to invest your home? Are you having to invest food? Um, that's like, you know, money, like money, time, energy, commitment. What are you providing to those relationships and to those spaces? Um, even with your aspirations, your dreams, your habits, et cetera, et cetera, right? How are you investing in those areas? How are they serving you? And how can you better have that systemized, not so that way you're in a quote unquote system, but just so that way you can maximize the flexibility that you have there, that you're supported in your business or your job, um, you're supported with your family and everything and so on. And, and that's really what I mean by organizing your life. Yeah. You know, build the organization and continue to organize with every new piece that comes into your life. So if you have a new friend and they don't, they're not going to vibe well with the friends that you already have. You know, what is this new space that you're creating? How can you create a home for those new experiences that you are forming? Yeah. So that's, that's a way to think about it. You know, how, where does your family fit? Where does your money fit? Where do your dreams fit? Are they connected? Can they be in the same spaces together? Can they not? Um, you know, how does your environment, how does it affect the way that you're able to, you know, uh, settle your habits and your supplements and, you know, new friends that are coming in? Like, how does it all, how does it all fit together? And I think even, this might even be an extension of feng shui. I don't know feng shui very well. <laughs> That's one thing that I would love to get into. Like, um, you know, Eastern methodologies. So yeah. So anyways, yeah, just continue to, the point is with all of this is like I said, it's pretty short because just check in with organization. How can you create new spaces, um, through setting boundaries or setting areas where certain people show up, where certain things show up, where certain activities show up, et cetera, et cetera. When you have an organized life, you have a freeing and a liberating life. And that's what I want for you to have. So that's why it's important to check in with organization and how you're living the things. With this week's activity, what I would like you to do is this. So I believe you have the skills to organize your home, right? Uh, you've, you've probably got what's going on and then, you know, I'll have those links in the show notes. Like the thing is we, we usually know how to organize our spaces, like literal spaces, but we just don't always make the time for it. So again, organizing your life will help you find the time to be able to do that. So instead I'm going to challenge you with an activity that will help you organize your life, right? So that way we can implement that in a more specific way. Um, yeah. So I challenge you to create a mind map. 
Yeah, bitch. We're going old school. I want you to create a mind map, however you want to lay that out, about the topics that you can talk safely with the people in your life. For me, when I did it, that's right, I do them too. I do these exercises. I don't just call them out. I do them too. When I did it, I made a list of all the people who are regularly in my life. I kept it really simple and just did the top six topics that I talk about. So just to give you a couple examples, you know, um, of some of the topics that I listed was, um, you know, I listed my health. I talk about my health a lot. I talk about my relationships and how those are going. I do that a lot. And um, I also talk about my business. I do that a lot, right? So those are like three examples of things that I talk about regularly. And then there's other things too. But what I did with those six topics or, you know, even just the three topics that I listed is I squared off six boxes on a sheet of paper, each representing a topic, and then filled in the people. So again, I made a list of all the people that I communicate regularly with. And these are acquaintances that you see on the occasion, no big deal. Um, but just all the people on the side. And then, you know, I drew six or like made lines of six boxes, each one again, representing a topic. And then I filled in the people. So um, with that, you know, and I, you can absolutely repeat people, like maybe one person is in every single box. For instance, my guy, Brian, I would put him in every single box. Um, I'm able to talk to him about my finances. I'm able to talk to him about my business. I'm able to talk to him about my health. I'm able to talk to him about my dreams. That's a huge conversation for me. Um, I'm able to talk about my business. I'm able to talk about whatever is going on. I just, yeah, oh my God, he's amazing. Shout out to Brian. Um, but yeah, so so you can you can list people multiple times and I encourage you to do so. But it just lets you know like, hey, these are safe spaces to dive into this conversation. Um, something that I am trying to do less of is talk about the abuse and neglect that I went through when I was um, younger with my family. And the reason why I don't feel like it's safe to talk about it with them is because I get a lot of eye rolls. I get a lot of um, invalidating remarks. Um, it makes them uncomfortable. And so I just feel like I can't dive into that. And I can't talk to, about politics with my family. Um, they view things that are on the Republic side of things and I'm on the Democratic side of things and it just gets too heated. And again, like I get a lot of eye rolls. I get a lot of, well, you know, when the student is ready, the teacher will come. And that's incredibly patronizing. It's incredibly annoying and obnoxious. And I just have to choose to listen to it with love. Um, if anything, I feel like they're more ignorant because they're not willing to have the conversation I'm getting on a tangent now, <laughs> but clearly I'm demonstrating regardless is that it's not safe to talk about those things with my family members. And it's unfortunate because as I'm diving into more and more of those spaces, um, I feel a greater divide because I can only show up in so many areas. And so maybe those relationships just aren't as useful for me in my life right now as I would like them to be, which is sad. I'm also going again through my Saturn return. So, you know, it's complicated. But again, thinking about those topics and what is safe to dive into those spaces is really helpful. And I think also, woo, I just burped. Uh, like I said, I had a good lunch. Um, <laughs> and I think also like if you are, if you work for the man, if you, you know, work for someone else, 
then even having divide, you know, maybe even just looking at coworkers, what is safe to talk about certain coworkers. If you're dealing with certain strife in the workplace and that's coming up for you, knowing which people you can talk to is so key. Um, yeah, I might've had just talked more about the activity than I had the actual organization process, <laughs> but anywho, yeah. So the activity, just to recap, make a list of all the people that you talk to. We're going to, so it's a mind map, make a list of all the people in your life that you communicate with regularly, and then just pick out six of your top topics, make, but make them into boxes and put them in. Um, put those, put the people that you've listed, the names that you've listed into those boxes and figure out what, which of those people are safe to talk to, you know, with those topics. Cause like I demonstrated, it's not always safe with every person that's in your life. And being able to know where those boundaries are with my family, right? That helps me have more safety and that lets me know what I can be secure in when I do engage with them. And yeah, so let me know how that goes for you. Let me know if that was helpful or, you know, I'm happy to give you, you know, some other ideas of how you can be more specific in organizing your life. And yeah, so, you know, I'm going to do the spiel. Follow me on Instagram. Send me an email if you want to. Blythe Mitrals, blythemitrals.com, blythemitrals at gmail.com. So yes, 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 yes. Okay. Wonderful. Well, um, I think because I was such a good mood, like this was more of a rambling space today, but you know, that's cool. It's, uh, you know, we're only on episode six of our first real season. So no big deal. No big deal. No big deal. I definitely am excited for you to see what's going to be for episode seven. It's so simple, but it's so key. So key, so key, so key. I hope you guys have an amazing week. I hope all of these activities are really useful to you. And again, check in with me. I'd love to follow me, do the things, have an amazing time. I really believe in you. I'm so grateful that you're here and I'm excited to talk to you about next week. Until then, I will talk to you later. Until next time.